Hey, listeners, I want to preface this by saying thank you all for the support throughout this podcast journey. Unfortunately, this is the last episode of A Product of Proverbs. All of the episodes, even some of the unreleased ones that you guys haven't heard yet, will always be available for you to listen to on all the podcast networks. But after this, we won't be putting out any new material. Realistically, I've been kind of uninspired, and the content has shown that. Perseverance is the name of the game, and I was committed to just kind of continuing this journey all until I read The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. It was a good book that taught me a lot just about art and creating and the creative process, and I picked up a lot of pieces of information that made it clear to me that I did the right thing with this podcast in its first iteration. It was very clear that I was equally doing all the wrong things in this revival. The main part that jumped off the page and sparked wrapping this thing up is each day is about showing up, building things, tearing them down, experimenting, and surprising ourselves. Before your old loses interest in an activity, they don't try to complete it or force themselves to have fun with it. They just shift gears to a new quest, another form of play. And that also reminded me of today's proverb. When just reading Proverbs and working on a different project under this same Product of Proverbs name, I came across Proverbs 12 and 1. It says, whoever loves discipline hates knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. And that's the NIV version. Like, it literally says stupid. And I think that it really speaks to this change. Knowing that and reading that, I'm not a stupid person, and I can't ignore the correction that leads us into the final episode today. And for this final episode, it's only right that I bring in the man that inspired and really made this podcast what it is. What's up, Dad? I can't call it. It's just exciting being here again. I already know. It was, wasn't the same without you. In the solo podcast or even thinking about going guest face, it's just very different with us two versus me speaking to a camera by myself. It's just not the same. So I gave him a recap from my own perspective in the last episode. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth. How's life been for you since they last heard from you back in 2020? Life has been very challenging. It's been fun. It's been real, but it's been very challenging. There's been a lot of changes. As a matter of fact, this COVID season or period brought about a lot of changes that have really just changed the normal that we're experiencing. Really been a lot of changes with you by you not being here. It really made a big difference as well. But other than that, we just take one day at a time and just try to make the best of it because that's really what you get. Put one foot in front of the other. Things just aren't the same without you, especially in this podcast. Like it's just not the same, even us here virtually. The stream yard is, is nice and it's good to have tools that can help with collaboration and bring people together from far distances. But it was just something special about sitting in a room and producing the podcast with that personal feel. One of the things I liked about it was that we were able to bring our different perspectives to the table. My background with the different things that I've done and that I'm doing with the mindset that I have, then hearing it from the fresh perspective and different perspective of a young person, a young man, I thought that made it real interesting and probably more so for people to get a better understanding because we were able to mesh our two ideas together. And I think it came up real solid for people. It's funny because when you reached out and said you wanted to do this, it's like I've been like a kid just waiting. It's real funny how I was just waiting, excited about this time. 
that we could get together because I really enjoyed those times that we spent doing the podcast. It was very, a very big blessing to me to be able to do that with my son. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why, like I said, I'll pay for the end of time that we'll keep this up on all the podcast networks because even I remember someone reached out to me about in the middle of last year. They said, hey, what happened to the podcast? I said, yeah, we just took a break. It's been a lot of things going on. They're like, no, what, what happened to the podcast? And I had replaced one of my credit cards because I lost it when I lost my wallet and it lapsed the payment. So it took all the podcast down. And because I hadn't even been checking, I didn't even think about it. I said, oh, well, let's just go back to paying. It's only about $12 a month to keep everything hosted up there. So we're going to keep this up. And although it won't be new things getting posted here, it'll be all of the old episodes, all of the stuff that we've talked about, all the different perspectives. Those will always be available and always be there to help people. And I think that that's a big part of this change is, like you said, 2019 and 2020, when this started, there was a lot going on. There's a lot to talk to. It was just a changing time and seeing how we adapt to those changes. It just feels different now. Like I said, it was a certain inspiration that came behind the podcast call it God's plan or whatever you call it. But recently it doesn't feel the same. It feels like I'm forcing the podcast as opposed to it naturally coming about. I think that when you're forcing something, that's about a sign that you got to course correct. You got to change courses. And that's kind of getting into today's topic. So this topic came from something I've watched recently. I can't recall specifically because I've just been watching so much over these past few weeks between Life Church and different podcasts and different interviews and Jordan Peterson. And I can't really say specifically where this came from, but I, I know that it spoke to me and talked about life and opportunities to course correct and change the way that you're going and realistically get back on the right path. The analogy that was made was when you're driving on the road and say you're falling asleep or dozing off, you're on your phone and you're distracted, and you don't really know that you're drifting out of your lane until you hear those rumble strips, until you're off the road a little bit and your car starts shaking, or you're on those kind of lane markers and you can say, hey, I need to get back on track. And it's a shock. And I know over the years you've earned the name Wrong Way Roy, and I've known you, you have it really been known to fall asleep while driving. I think we can attribute that to the sunflower seeds or the coffee that keeps you going throughout long road trips, but you have ended up on the wrong course before. What's your thoughts on kind of some of the personal, even the spiritual aspects of certain warning signs that come along and tell you, hey, you're on the wrong course? I think it's really good. I was thinking about that because I have earned, I've literally earned that title because it hadn't changed over all of these years. I think I was going the wrong way when I was 18 years old, and here I am 60 plus now, and I'll still find myself going the wrong way. But those course correct strips, I was thinking the other day, even before you contacted me about this, I was driving on the road and I was noticing those bumps in the middle and then on the edge. And I was thinking how annoying they are. But then I thought about how necessary they are. And that's kind of how it is. And though they are annoying, it's really to our benefit to have them. And they play a major role and a good purpose in our lives too, because they do give us a chance to get ourselves together. I tell you, I have fallen asleep driving. But one of the biggest mistakes we can make is to ignore those strips though. When you find yourself drifting, that's a sign that something needs to change. And that's why it's important that we make note of that and do something. Now, some people will just ignore that and keep trying. They'll find themselves in there. And the thing about it, if you don't make the necessary changes, 
it's just going to be something tragic happening following that. So I think they're very important and we need to be aware of those. And even that lets you know you don't realize you're sleeping. And that's how life is, you know. You don't necessarily know that you're really running off course. But as in life, so it is in the spiritual life, God gives you those warnings to help you to self-correct, to get back on the right path. And we would be wise to follow those. As it is in driving and the roadway, so it is in this walk of life. And God is just that good that he provides those things. And sometimes those warning strips are knowing to us and we wish they weren't there, but they are necessary and we are wiser by following them. I think your scripture spoke to that, the discipline part, that's the learning and wisdom that follows that. It is very important. Yeah, because you have a choice to make. And as you always taught me, there's consequences for every action. You can, one, straighten up and get back on track. Kind of put your phone down and focus on the road or straighten up your will and drink some coffee and get back on the track you're supposed to go. But you also have another option, and that's ignoring those warning signs. You can stay asleep, stay on your phone, and run off on the road into a ditch. Or you can run off into the road into the other lane and hit a car beside you and realistically Regardless of whether you correct yourself or the tow truck comes to pull you off that ditch or you got to pull over on side the road after an accident, you're going to end up back on the right path. One just costs a whole lot more than the other. Time, money, pain, the physical and emotional, and all the things you could have easily avoided by course correcting when you got the warning to go the right way. And I know for me, this has occurred so many times in my 20s, I can't even count. Legal setbacks, financial setbacks, and psychological, even physical setbacks. God has always given you a warning sign to say, hey, it's time to slow down and get back right. Sometimes you love knowledge, of course, correct, while other times you're stupid and you keep drifting until you have to pay the larger price than a couple warning strips. So do you have any examples in your own life? of just all of those three options, you know, when you straighten back, get on track, and then you're happy and see the danger you avoided, or when you try to stay asleep or you accidentally or intentionally just keep going, ignore the warning strips. There's one that comes to mind when I was a lot younger. As you know, I've never been one that shunned work, kind of committed to my job, and I like to go to work. I remember it was iced over, and I was working the graveyard shift. And my dad, he told me that I shouldn't go to work because the roads are bad, so you shouldn't go. Did I listen to that warning? No. I said, no, I'm going. So I get on the road, there I go, and I'm almost at work. Just out of the blue, my car hit the black ice, and it spins out, and I find myself over in a ditch. There the car is, and there I am. I get out of the car, and I'm just standing there. I said, man, what am I going to do? So this guy stopped to help me that was coming back this way, and he gave me a ride back home. So I leave the car, get in the car with this gentleman. He brings me home. We talk all the way. So I'm home, and I uh, talk to my dad, and he said, I told you you shouldn't go. You would be wise to listen. So the next day, here I go, get a tow truck, go down there, pull my car out, just like you said, and it cost me a whole lot more. And the sad part is I ended up, not going to work anyway. But like you said, it cost me a whole lot more by not listening to wisdom. So that's one thing. I was thinking about that even while you were talking. That's one. And you find that in life. And the truth is, we all miss it. And that's the reality. That's why I like to keep it real. We all miss it. But there are consequences to it. 
and sometimes you pay a lot more than you want to. That was not that expensive when you think about what it could have been, because it could have been my life. If that had been my life, then that would have been y'all lives as well, because you wasn't here yet. But it didn't cost me that much, but it did cost me more than I really wanted to pay, because if I would have listened, it wouldn't have cost me anything. So that's a, a lesson that we all learn. And what's good about God is that he is a God of another chance because we're going to keep it real, but I keep it spiritual because that's what I do and that's who I am. And so many times we'll go the wrong way. We get off course. We don't follow the warnings. We don't listen to the voices that tell us what we need to do. And we find ourselves in the ditch. We find ourselves a wreck. But God gives us another chance, and that's what's important. And I think we need to remember that. So many times I always tell you guys to fail is not a failure. To mess up, that doesn't mean it's fatal, but you get another chance, and it's good that that happens. And you say, what about the ones that did get another chance? They had other chances for different situations. We all get other chances, and it's wise that we, you know, we'd be wise to just take advantage of them. But the best thing to do is listen to the warnings. Make note of the warnings and heed them, but don't beat yourself up because you're not the first and you're not the last and everybody listening and everybody be giving you all this advice about what you should have done. Every one of us have fallen prey to not listening to wisdom and being stupid. And even your story just leads into the last proverb of really this whole podcast. Proverbs 15 and 9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Similar to what you said, you plan the course of I'm going to go to work anyways, but God had the steps that you weren't going to work that day. Regardless of however it ends up, God's will and God's plan will always play out. You know, you may think you have it mapped out, but sometimes those rumble strips come without any wrongdoing of your own. Sometimes the car just has a bad alignment and the steering wheel is straight, but the car is drifting into the other lane. Sometimes you have perfect intentions. You're going to work. That one patch of black ice is there. That's God stepping in to bring that warning to you and establish the steps and, and make things play out in his will, not the course that you have planned. When you hear and think of Proverbs 15 and 9, where have you really seen that a lot in your life or people around you where you had a plan, you had a thought, you saw things going a certain way, but God steps in and he course corrects you, warning strips or not. He just changes your plan to actually fit his will. He does that all the time. And I've grown to know and just trust in that and stand on that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. God does that. And when you trust him, and what I like to tell people, if your intentions are right, sometimes things don't necessarily go right, but it's all right, because God will turn and work that into what it needs to be. There's been so many things that I had planned and wanted to do. All of them wasn't bad. Some of them might have been bad. But they weren't all bad and with, with good intentions. It just didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But I've come to understand and not get down because of that or discouraged because I know that I'm trusting in him. And even if it don't go the way I think it ought to go, I believe that he's leading and guiding my steps. It says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. I'm not saying that I'm righteous in the fact that I'm perfect. But I am a follower of the Lord, you know, and he leads my steps and he guides my steps. An example would even be the life of Joseph and the paths that he had to take, the problems that he found himself in, the places that he ended up. You would never have imagined that would have been where he would have gone. But 
at the end of the day, he was able to say to his brothers, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. He had a plan and all of this happening. Was he comfortable? No. Or was he happy? No. But he was faithful, even in those uncomfortable places and unhappy places. And at the end of the day, because he stayed faithful and trusting in God's purpose and plan, then you see what happened. He was able to save a whole nation. Now, he was cast into a pit, but he ended up saving the nation of those that cast him into the pit. So you got to trust God in that. And because we can't figure everything out, you can lay out all the plans. You can have all the right things and the tools, but something can come in and change that anyway. But you got to be able to trust God in it. That if you feel like you've been knocked off course or you've been not weighed down, then you just got to trust God and know he's really, as you said, we've talked about it. I think I read, maybe he's got you in that place and you and you went there, but you went there, but God sent you there for a purpose. And sometimes you have to strip you of, what you have and remove from you the surroundings, those things that are comfortable and convenient to get you to hear him and to see him and then to redirect your path to course correct. And that's what he'll do. And you just got to trust him in that. And you know, that's perfect transition into wrapping this thing up for good is that the course correction that came and trusting God, same way that we trust God to start this podcast is same way that we trust God for the next iteration of this ministry of a product of proverbs knowing that the podcast had a special purpose after a long break like michael jordan i came back to retirement and also like mike things just wasn't the same wearing 45 like it was wearing 23 the main part of this was missing my scotty pippen trying to create this podcast without its better half and realistically being in it for the wrong reasons Michael Jordan went to the Wizards and took a big contract, but he knew he wasn't going to win a championship. Similar to this, creating Patreons and trying to monetize and do all type of things is this podcast started December 31st, 2019, over three years ago, now going on four. Went strong on a very weekly basis until May 11th, 2020. And in 2019 and 2020, just the things going on in my life and your life and the world and the church, it put us in a position to produce this inspired work. You know, it was connected to an audience that we didn't even know was there. Jumping out, following God's voice and creating something, getting logos together, building a plan for this. And trust in God the same way that we'll trust God that whatever comes next for Product of Proverbs, maybe not in a podcast form, it's in his will. It's him leading our steps and whatever he speaks, whatever he inspires, that's what will touch the people. You know, with this being the last episode of the podcast, I know that people will hear this episode. And also, I hope similar to how we do our favorite albums, I will go back and listen to those old episodes in the future. Similar to how we do Bible verses. You've read the same verse a couple times. Go back when you need some encouragement. You can always access any of the episodes. They're titled in a very straightforward manner. So if you have issues with money, we have a money episode. If you have issues with relationships, we have relationship episodes. If you have issues with whatever it is, there's hopefully something in a product of Proverbs that's there to help you. And with this being the last episode of the podcast, is there anything you want to say or leave with our listeners, new listeners, our old listeners, future listeners that haven't listened yet? Anything to share and leave with them from a product of Proverbs? Yeah, I would like to say to you that you have been listening 
listening and are listening to Joshua and, and myself, he's coming at you from a different perspective than I am. But the thing is, he's very smart, intuitive, and he's in tune with life. So you, you'll do well to listen to him. He's the one that's running like the young man shell dream dreams and the old men should have visions i think that that's the way it goes so he's got that newness and i've got that i've got a t-shirt been there done that and got a t-shirt to prove it with spiritual wisdom behind it so i think you'll do well to listen you don't really think but a lot of the things that you're saying you're coming from the right perspective from a solid foundation and you've done a good work this is a good work and people are being blessed by it again we're not perfect but we're giving you what's in our heart and we're not trying to cover anything up. We're real and that's what's missing in this world. This world is not real, but you need to understand that no one's perfect and you need to listen to wisdom. Some things people will tell you that you won't like, like those strips in the road that annoy you when you run over them. But if you were driving like you should in the right lane and paying attention, you wouldn't run over them. So they're a necessary discomfort to you. And that's how it is in life. Wisdom says, listen to what people say, understand what people People say you are and what people tell you that doesn't make it true but one thing about it it gives you something to look at and if you will be if you want to be wise then listen to what people say and look at it and I always say you can eat the meat and spit out the bones but don't just not eat fish because it's got bones and that's important this is proverbs is knowledge and wisdom and I would encourage you to read through the book of proverbs that's I think that's where you got the inspiration from this is because all that Proverbs proverbs speak to life, and that's important because we're living. So I just encourage you to seek wisdom because Proverbs tell us wisdom speak. Wisdom cries out in the street. It's there for you to receive it. Don't be unwise. Be wise and listen to wisdom. You're going to fall. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes, but that's not going to make you a failure. Everything that you go through, God will use it to build you into something better. Joshua mentioned to build and to tear down. Well, sometimes he tear us down in things and we feel like we've been torn apart, but it's that we can be rebuilt better. So don't get discouraged to the point that you give up. Don't get disillusioned nor to the place where you get depressed and despondent. No, wherever you are, you're there for a season. Wherever you are, you're there for a reason. And trust God in that situation and you'll see that you'll come out much better than you were when you went in. And that's just truth. And that's the way life is. I don't know if I said answered what you wanted me to answer or said what you want me to say. I just said what I was thinking. What God told you to say to all the people that will ever listen to this is exactly what I wanted you to say. And speaking of that, lastly, just to take this podcast out, knowing that this is a form of ministry, knowing that you're a pastor, could you just say a prayer for all the people out there, putting it in their heart and putting it into the universe and the atmosphere that they not only hear and listen to this wisdom and all wisdom, but they also live it. They also reap the rewards of their productivity and perseverance and that they can be strong throughout life. Father, we're so grateful for all that you are to us and all that you do for us. We thank you, Lord, for this episode. We thank you, Lord, for this podcast, the product of Proverbs. We thank you, God, for the inspiration that you've given to Joshua, and for the opportunity that you've given me to share with him in this. 
and for all that listened. It is my prayer, Father, that we would all, and those that listen, that they would gain from them things to help them in life and know, God, that you've given to us all things pertaining to life, that is, in living and godliness. So it's natural and spiritual. You've provided all those things. Father, I pray that you help us to follow wisdom, to hear wisdom when it speaks and to recognize it. I pray, God, that those that listen to us, that when they're faced with challenges, when they have to self-correct the course that they're on, I pray, God, that they will not get discouraged and feel defeated, but they'll know, God, that you're doing great things and you're still going to walk with them and help them. To fall is not a failure. The failures in not getting up again. And as long as we have breath and we have the time, we can get up and move up. And know, God, that you're going to work it out. The scripture tells us all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to his purpose. So that's all things. That's the good, the bad, the wrong ways that we find ourselves on when we're lost and in the wilderness. But when you bring us out, it works to our good because you use it to do things in us. Help us to trust you. Lord, not that we'll ever be perfect, but we can always perfectly trust you, and you will help us through these things. I thank you, God, for all that listens to us and that have listened to us. Those that will stumble across these podcasts, I pray for them that you would bless, that you would give vision, that you would give direction, that you would give insight, that you would give help and hope. I thank you, God. And this is my prayer. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's amazing, man. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Dad, for joining me in this ministry. Thank you, listeners, for spending hours of your lives listening to this piece of art we created, this work of God. I've heard from many of you all over the globe that this podcast has been helpful and uplifting. Many of you listened and shared it with your closest family and friends. Allow my dad and I to extend our ministry much farther than I could have ever imagined that day I went to Guitar Center and bought these microphones. To all the listeners from every corner of the world, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, and all over North and South America, I truly mean thank you for making every second spent on this project worthwhile. Now go out there and be a product of Proverbs.